catch. It may not count, but Mike, gosh, he caught. I, hey, Josh, oh my, he sure God. did. <laughs> I mean, how good is that? He caught one on Sunday against Jacksonville, 31 yarder, and it was about as good as you'll see as well. He, There's two balls. Well, DeAndre Hopkins not human. We found out last night another amazing catch by the Houston Texans wide receiver as the Texans dismantled the Dolphins 42-23. And after a rough 3-0 start, the Houston Texans have won five straight and lead the AFC South Conservatory. Good morning, everyone. Welcome to X106 Friday. Take here on KZLX LP Radio. Austin Hall, as well as Wyatt Bell here in studio, whether you're, wherever you listen to us. Car and radio or calendar the pure via the tune in radio app. Thank you for joining this morning. Houston looks very, very good now. Yes, they do. Five and three. They do. They've they've kind of taken control of that division from what it looks like so far. They were kind of dead in the water earlier earlier on and they've they've come back to life and taken control of that division. So last night Thursday night football, Texans beat the Dolphins 42-23. Brock Osweiler was twenty one for thirty seven, two forty one. And a pick, Deshaun Watson, 16 for 22, 39, five touchdowns last night. Yeah, he was on fire. Um, DeAndre Hopkins, like you, like you played the clip right there, just it didn't count, but an incredible catch. Like that might be the, uh, other than the OBJ catch a few years ago, that might be one of the greatest catches I've ever seen. That was absolutely phenomenal. And Deshaun Watson looked like everything the Texans thought he was when they drafted him, mm-hmm. and he's come back to life from a terrible start this year. So. Rough 3-0 start to get the season going for Houston. They are now up by at least two games, considering what happens on Sunday over the Titans and the Jaguars. Yeah. Is it their division to lose now? I think it is. I think the Jaguars have taken a step backwards, and I don't see them getting any better because Blake Bortles just isn't going to play well. And if I was the Jags, I'd go with Cody Kessler right now just because of that fact and I just I've never thought the Titans have been much of a threat their offense is just lackluster they don't have much um and the Colts I mean they could get back in things they've got a decent decent stretch of games coming up they can win this week they can win probably next week too so um we'll see uh we'll see what they do but that's the only team that I could see even trying to crawl back in the division. I think that the Texans have it on lock right now. Miami falls to four and fourth. The loss to now back at five hundred. Two straight losses for them. Um, this is just par for the course. It looks like every single year, Patriots start rough. Miami gets hot, and then they revert back. Yeah, um, it's just, it's just. I don't know what the Dolphins have to do to get in that division race because they, they looked like they had their chance this year. And Tannehill was playing real good to start the year, and then that all happened, and Brock Osweiler steps in, and the Patriots catapult to the top, and no one's going to catch them now, I don't think. So it's just year in and year out. It's the same story in the AFC East. Somebody looks to challenge the Patriots, and then they can't do it. Patriots could have a two-game lead in the NFC East, depending on if they win on Sunday. But we take a look back at last week. Week 7 of the NFL season, and we begin with the Chargers squeaking one by Tennessee in London, 20-19. to Marcus Mariota, 24 for 32, 237, a touchdown and a pick. Rivers was 19 for 26, 306, and two touchdowns. Yeah, that was a close one in London. Uh, the Titans, uh, not much offense again, but neither did the Chargers, who've been scoring some points a lot lately. Chargers scored 10 in the first and then 7 in the third and 3 in the fourth, so not a lot of scoring in that game. 
defensive shootout from the looks of it. Uh, Mariota went for over 200 for the first time I've seen in a while, so that was something. But it was a good game. I watched that. Um, the Chargers squeaked it out, like you said. Um, that's all it took, though. They're right in the hunt. Chargers are now 5-2. and two. They've won four straight. Um, every game's a road game. <laughs> every game, um, yeah. Can they get Kansas City? I don't know. It's going to be close. I think it's going to be an interesting AFC West battle. It's a two-team race right now. That's that We all know that. Um, Chargers schedule down the stretch now at Seattle, home, at Oakland, home against Denver, home against Arizona, at Pittsburgh, home against Cincinnati, at Kansas City Thursday night, home against Baltimore, at Denver. I can see them losing Baltimore. I can see them losing to Kansas City again, and I can see them possibly losing to Pittsburgh. But other than that, they've got they've got you don't wins. See them losing at Seattle. Well, now that's a toss up. Kansas City and Los Angeles both have to travel to Seattle, so that's going to be interesting to see this year. But that's a that's a losable game for them. I could see them probably maybe losing that game, but they've got a favorable stretch going down the stretch, except for the Chiefs and possibly the Ravens because the Ravens get everybody fits, I feel like. So uh, that could be interesting. I think the Chiefs and Chargers have a similar schedule going forward. They have a lot of the same opponents. Um, it should be interesting. It's going to be – I think it's going to be a, a one-game one division race pretty much. It's going to come down to one game. So The Thursday nighter. Yeah, I think it will. So. Panthers come from 17 behind in the fourth to win at Philadelphia. Cam Newton – Shaky earlier was fantastic in the fourth, 25 for 39, 269, two touchdowns, no interceptions. Carson Wentz, 30 for 20, 37, 310, two touchdowns. Eagles give up a 17-point lead, the largest in 15 years as they fall to 3-4. and four. As a Super Bowl champs, you can't lose a 17-point lead to a team and let them score 21 unanswered in the fourth. That's just – you can't do that. You're the defending Super Bowl champions. you got to show it. And although they haven't so far this year, uh, I'm not sure what's going on in Philly, but they're just not the same team this year, it doesn't look like. I think a lot of that had to do with Carson Wentz coming back, getting back in the flow of things. But, I mean, Carolina looks like one of the best teams in the NFC, honestly. They do. They look – I think there's their top three team, top four team in the NFC right now. Um, but you can't so – either. even so, they may be one of the best teams in the NFC, but as the Eagles, you can't give up. 21 points in the fourth quarter to lose especially at home you just can't do that panthers are now four and three they are a game behind new orleans at five and two eagles fall to three and four they are a game behind behind washington at four and three in the nfc east vikings pull away from the jets 37 to 17 kirk cousins 25 for 42 41 two touchdowns sam Dowd once again it's one of those good day good weeks off weeks again we're on the off-week rotation, 17 for 42, 206, one touchdown, three interceptions. Yeah, you hit on that right. I think it's become a common theme that Darnold plays really good one week and then plays terrible the next and then bounces back. So it's just this will be a good week probably for him. I don't remember who they play, but this it'll probably be a good week. Uh, the Vikings, I think they're back. I think they're showing that they're a top team in the NFC again. So I don't think they've taken a step back. Vikings lead NFC North at four and two, a game over Green Bay. <coughs> I try to find the NFC East, and the Jets are currently two games back of the New England Patriots at three and four. Colts dominate the Bills thirty-seven to five. Derek Anderson got the sore for Buffalo. 
twenty for thirty one, one sixty one seventy five, three picks. Andrew Luck wasn't that great either, but seventeen for twenty three, one fifty six, four touchdowns though. Yeah, it's hard to believe he threw for one fifty six and only and threw four touchdowns. That's crazy but i think we both picked this game the colts i didn't have any faith in the bills at all the the colts really have had an explosive offense all year they've just haven't been able to win so um yeah this this was pretty easy to pick when we picked this game i didn't have any reason not to pick the colts and they proved me correct so again uh yeah colts not giving us a reason not to pick them um they are last in the afc south currently at two and five they are currently Three and a half games back of the Texans. Buffalo dead last in the AFC East at two and five as well. We now turn, if the schedule would load <laughs> online, uh, we now turn to the Patriots oh. and a very, very, very close game. My prediction almost came true against the Bears, 38 to 31. A last second Hail Mary was a yard short. Tom Brady, 25 for 36, 277, three touchdowns and a pick. Trubisky, 26 for 50, 333, two touchdowns, two picks. Yeah, this was. I knew this would be a close game. I think we both did. Um, uh-huh. But to come down to a last-second Hail Mary that came a yard short, uh, I haven't seen a play that climactic end at the one-yard line since the Super Bowl in 1998, I believe, with the Titans and the Rams. But... Um, that was a crazy ending. I thought the Bears were going to get them, and you picked the Bears, and it was really close to coming true. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, that was a fun game to watch. I watched that one. It was great. So, back and forth. Bear, Patriots lead the ASC East at 5-2. and two. They are a game. They're a game up on Miami as we speak. Bears fall to last. The NFC North are currently at 3-3. Three and three. They are last because of the tiebreaker against Detroit. Yeah, the NFC North's still wide open, though. That mm-hmm. The last-place team and first-place team are one game, game apart, half. game and a half. So that that division's the most wide open in football right now, I think. Saints improved the 5-1 and one and look like the second-best team in the NFC, 24-23. to Over to Baltimore Raven defense, Drew Brees, 22 for 32, 12, two touchdowns. Joe Flacco, 23 for 39. 279 two touchdowns as well yeah drew Brees has officially beaten every single team in the nfl now mm-hmm. which uh a lot of people say how is how does he do that he, he plays for the saints well he played for the chargers and he beat the char beat the saints when he played for the chargers so i don't know if i've i don't know of any quarterback that i remember that's beaten all 32 teams in the in the league that's pretty impressive so it was a nail biter though he's always had trouble with the ravens and he finally got him and it was it was a good game. That was a, it was a very good game. Like we said, the if I can get this right, <laughs> this computer is messing up today for some reason. Uh, yeah, NFC North still wide open, game and a half behind. Baltimore is let me see here third currently in the AFC North at four and three. Steelers are somehow first place at three and two and one <laughs> in the AFC North. Out for a bye later. week. <laughs> yeah, out for a bye week. They gained two spots this week in a bye. They went the third to the first. Yep, that's what during happens. During bye week. Everybody in your division loses. <laughs> so, yeah, it was a crazy week for the AFC North. Yeah, for sure. Redskins, they beat the Cowboys 20-17. to Dak Prescott looks like his old self, 22 for 35. Once again, under 300 yards at 273 and a touchdown. Alex Smith, 14 for 25, 
178 and a score. Adrian Peterson had 99 yards rushing on 24 carries. Yeah, um, I think the NFC East is is a, a strange division right now. I think, I mean, I wouldn't have picked the Washington Redskins to be leading this division in Week 8. I don't think you would have either. But they've been the most consistent team in the division, that's for sure. They've had their problems as well, but I think I picked the Redskins in this one, I believe. I, yeah, you yeah, you did, yeah. I think just because they were at home, uh, and I know that they always play better against the Cowboys, so it's an interesting division. I'm not I'm not solidifying the Redskins as the as the team to beat in that division yet either, but it's just it's just a wide open division, just like the NFC North. So not it sure. is. Um, you know it, it. We talk about Dallas, and you know Dak. It, it, again, we don't. We don't know what this Cowboy team is. They trade for Mike Cooper. During the week, they got a first-round pick. Um, I'm not sure how much the, he's going to help them, but if, I think they primarily did the trade just to find out if Dak is worth over $100 million or not. Yeah. Because this is contract year, basically. He can opt out. And the thing is, the, the Amari Cooper acquisition is not going to push the Cowboys over the edge. It's no, not. not at all. And if you ask me, as crazy as it is to see the Raiders having a fire sale, I think that they won that trade definitely. They got a first-rounder for an underperforming wide receiver. They have receiver. three first-round picks this year. Three. Yeah, that's a, they definitely won that trade. And I know a lot of people hate John Gruden for trading away all his assets, but I think he might actually have a plan now. He's he's building a plan. He's got three first-round draft picks. That's absolutely insane. Um, we'll see how he does with them, but I don't. This, I mean, Amari Cooper is not going to push the Cowboys over the edge. He's no, not. not at all. But I think you're right. I think it's a test to see if Dak can throw. He lost Dez, and he'll have a legitimate wide receiver one again. And we'll see if he. They. I think they just want to see if he can do the job. I don't know. Cowboys are currently at three and four with that result. The Redskins are on top. The NFC East at four and two. We somehow forgot the Bucks in a Browns game, twenty six to twenty three. Tampa Bay over Cleveland. Baker Mayfield twenty three for thirty four, two fifteen, two touchdowns. Jameis Winston for Tampa Bay, thirty two for fifty two, three sixty five, two interceptions. Tampa Bay improves to three and three. Cleveland falls to two, four and one. Yeah, um, both these teams started pretty well this year i mean the browns lost or tied in the first game and lost the second game but there was an argument that they could have been 5-0 and to start the year but they've really fallen off and so has the bucks started about as good as you possibly can and fell off the face of the earth there but i don't know i mean these two teams are i don't know i don't know i thought the browns would be better but they're probably both going to end up at the bottom of their divisions again this year. I don't know if that's going to happen, but that's probably the case. Yeah, probably the case. But the Buccaneers, I, I picked them. I thought they'd win at home, and they did. So we'll see what goes on from here with these two teams. So we now move on to the Rams torching the 49ers, thirty-nine to ten. Jared Goff, eighteen for twenty-four, only two hundred and two yards passing with two touchdowns. C.J. Beathard. And for the injured Jimmy Garoppolo, 15 for 27, 171 touchdown, two interceptions. Yeah, I didn't see much of this game, but I didn't really need to. I figured no. the Rams would run away with this one, and they did. So, I mean, 
I think the Rams are going to lose, obviously, this year, but it's not going to be to anybody in their division unless the Seahawks can get them. That's it. And the Seahawks aren't going to get them. And they already yeah. lost at home, so I don't think they're going to get them in L.A. So no. they'll probably sweep their division this year. Um, the Rams are just rolling through people right now, even with their defensive struggles a little bit. But I don't know. They'll lose some games, but the Niners, they're going to have trouble winning some more this year. They've got a couple more chances, yep. but it's going to be close. Lions beat the Dolphins 32-21. to Lions improved to 500 on the year. This was last week's result. Miami falls to 4-3. and They're now 4-4. and After last night, Matthew Stafford last week, 18 for 22, 217. Two touchdowns. Brock Osweiler last week, 22 for 31, 239, two scores. Yeah, Lions are looking better. I think um, I picked. I was higher on them than you were this year. I think I don't. I don't remember what I picked them, but yep. Uh, the Lions. They've got a good offense. They've uh, really kind of shifted towards Kenny Galladay being the main wide receiver in that offense, not Marvin Jones uh, or Golden Tate for that matter. But uh, Matthew Stafford's always been a gunner. He's always been a, a throwing quarterback. Um, they've got a legitimate bruiser running back now in like Garrett Blunt, but. I don't know. Uh, the Dolphins, they started hot, and now they've fallen off, and they're in the middle of the pack. So we'll see. Sunday night, Chiefs dismantled the Bengals in prime time. Andy Dolan, 15 for 29, 148, a touchdown in the pick. He was benched in late in the fourth by Jeff Driscoll. Patrick Mahomes, 28 for 39, 358, four touchdowns in an interception. If this game didn't show you that Patrick Mahomes is the MVP leader, I don't know what did, other than that Pittsburgh game maybe. But the Chiefs' offense showed on primetime yet again, scoring 40 points plus for the second straight week, that they are just absolutely phenomenal on offense. And that defense showed up. Yeah. Which was something we've really yet to Um, see this year. They've showed up the last – not 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 at New England. No. Um, they showed up against Jacksonville. They showed up against Cincinnati. Um, Patrick Peterson, name on everyone's mind right now. Yeah. Should they get him? This this defense is going to improve with Houston coming back, Barry coming back, as well as Sorensen. I think if you can get him for the right price, you do it. But you also want to not. You don't want to spend too much money because you got to re-sign Tyree Kill next year. You've got to re-sign. Uh, couple other guys that are important to your team Kendall Fuller being one of them uh if you can get him for the right price sure but I wouldn't bargain everything or I wouldn't mortgage my future on him but he would be a huge addition um there's some other guys out there at the trade deadline that you could probably look at too that maybe aren't as a big of an impact as Patrick Peterson but could help your defense but if Barry comes back Houston comes back uh Daniel Sorensen's supposed to be back this week mm-hmm. Those three come back, I think your defense is totally different. And if they can continue to even be a middle of the pack defense, they can. They're yeah. one of the best, probably the best team in the NFL. Yeah, they they don't need to be a top ten defense. No, um, with with this offense, they definitely don't need to be. No. Um, again, Mahomes just showing off most touchdowns through his first eight games as a starter in NFL history, passing Dan Marino. This yeah. this this team is. Well, I thought it'd be in the in before in the preseason. Um, yeah, they're just showing off right now, and I don't think there's anyone that can stop them. No, I think that collision. I really hope that. Well, I, I can't say that, but when when the Chiefs meet the Rams in Week 11, if they're uh, if the Rams are 
ten and zero, and the Chiefs are nine and one, that would be an absolute gem mm-hmm. of a game. It's going to be a gem anyway, but you know, it'll be awesome to watch. Giants fall to one and six at Atlanta. Atlanta proves to three and four, twenty three to twenty for the Falcons. Eli Manning twenty seven for thirty eight, three ninety nine and a touchdown. Matt Ryan was fantastic, thirty one for thirty nine, three seventy nine and a score. Yeah, Odell found the end zone again um, for the second time this year. First time, <laughs> first time was that the first time this year? Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, that's hard to believe, but the Giants are everything I thought they'd be this year. I didn't think they'd be that great, but Eli threw for 400 almost, so that's saying something, but the Falcons, I picked them in this game. I, I knew they'd win this game, and they did, so uh, closer than I thought it would be, though, honestly. Giants are last in the NFC least at 1-6. The Falcons are currently dead last in the NFC South at 3-4. and four. Only because of the bye to Tampa Bay in Carolina. Before we get into week number eight in their picks, we now move to the World Series, where it looks like this Red Sox offense cannot be stopped whatsoever. No, they've uh, started hot in both games, up 2 0. Um, I knew that, I, I didn't think they'd go up 2 0 in this series. I knew the series started in Boston, obviously, but um, I thought that Clayton Kershaw would give them something in game one, and he really didn't. They Kershaw in the postseason? Oh, yeah. <laughs> I mean, he's always melted in the postseason. He did it again in the World Series. Um, the Red Sox just are so explosive on offense, solid on defense, too. Their pitching's not the best, but, I mean, when you have an offense like that that can score at will, it's pretty pretty hard to beat. And I knew they. I, I figured they'd win this series, and they probably will. But we'll see. Yeah, they will. Um, game three tonight, seven ten on Fox. Game four tomorrow at seven ten as well. Game five, if necessary, is on Sunday at seven fifteen. Red Sox looked very, very comfortable with that series, and they looked to have a firm grasp up two games to nothing. What do you think this series will go? I to? I think it's a sweep. To be honest, I don't think Dodgers had the pitching to contain them. Not even at home. No. Don't even think they'll win I, a game at home? I, I don't think so. I don't think it's close. Um, that melody order is fantastic for rest for Boston. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't think Dodgers have the pitching to contain it at all. No, it, I, I would agree with you. I don't know if it'll be a sweep, but I think it'll be a 4-1 series at least, mm-hmm. if not a sweep. So We now move to week number eight of the NFL season. Trade deadline approaching almost two weeks away. Take a look at our picks. You are catching up 49 to 28 for you, 52 and 25 for me overall. We now move to week number eight Eagles, Jaguars at London. So, this is a home game for Jacksonville. I don't think it matters if it's a home game for Jacksonville. I think obviously it is because they're the favorite there in London, but I think the Eagles win this game because the quarterback concerns for the Jaguars right now. Blake Bortles, $54 million man, has not played even close to what that money is worth. And when your backup's Cody Kessler, I mean, I'm not going to take him over Carson Wentz, so I'll take the Eagles. Jacksonville never loses in London. I mean, they yeah. they, they never lose in London. That's true. Um, with the benching of Bortles, um, I think there's going to be a fire under him. I'm going to take – and e- the Eagles collapse. That that defense worries me as well as the offense a little bit. Um, yeah, I'm going to take Jacksonville for its flaw. Both teams are flawed. 
Um, yeah, but definitely. I'm going to take, I think, the less flawed team in Jacksonville. NFC Super Matchup Ravens at Carolina. Carolina, impressive win over in the, over Philadelphia. Ravens trying to bounce back after a tough loss against New Orleans. Yeah, this is going to be a good game. Um, two really solid defenses going up against each other. Um, Carolina riding high off of that comeback last week to the Eagles, 21 unanswered in the fourth. The Ravens, just Justin Tucker missing an extra point to tie that game. To, yeah. Oh, man, that was that was hard to watch. Uh, the most accurate kicker in NFL history. First missing an extra point ever. Um, I don't know. Um, I've thought about this game a lot, but I'm thinking I'm going to take the Panthers just because they're home. Uh, it's going to be close, but... That's your reason I'm taking him. Um, yeah, Cam looks great. He looks way better than he ever has, and that's coming off an MVP season mm-hmm. his second year. Um, yeah, Panthers look great. Um, Baltimore's defense looked, didn't look good last week. Um, they're still great. Um, yeah, I'm going to take Carolina just for the fact they're at home. Mm-hmm. Chiefs-Broncos. Chiefs are 6-1. and one. Broncos are nipping at their heels, however. <laughs> they are currently at... Five and two. It's at Kansas City. That's the Chargers. The Broncos Chargers, are three Broncos and four. Are three and four so yeah, I'm yeah. Them. You're good. Yeah, I was gonna say the Broncos. I'm not sure they're that good, but <laughs> uh, obviously I'm taking the Chiefs in this one. They're an Arrowhead. They're playing a division rival. They're playing a division rival that has no offense, uh, and that defense has been a little suspect lately. So I'm gonna take the Chiefs. No one can stop these guys. Kansas City. Uh, yep. Brown Steelers at Pittsburgh. You know, I think I'm going to – this is an unpopular pick, but I'm going to take the Browns in this one because I think they'll get the Steelers at least once this year. They were close in the first week. It's in Heinz Field. Steelers play good there. But, I mean, the Browns, they've played bad the last two weeks, but they've, they always play the Steelers tough. They always do. And I think they're going to get them eventually, and this might be the week. So I'll take the Browns. Le'Veon's back. That's true. That's all I yeah, need to say. That's true. Pittsburgh. Yeah. Um, and I, the Browns are now inconsistent again. Yeah, they are. And I'd, uh, I had high hopes. Seahawks at Detroit. Lions are trying to climb their way out of a very, very tough hole in their division. Seattle looks to be on the right track. Uh, yeah. They're currently – it's in the NFC West, but – they look to be a lot better than they have been. Yeah, you know, I'm. This game's a toss-up because the Seahawks have played good this year and they've played bad too. But so have the Lions. Uh, Lions looked really good last week in Miami, um, but this isn't Miami. This is Seahawks, and they're probably a better team than the Dolphins, honestly. So, but I'm still going to take the Lions. I've got some faith in them. I think that offense is really good, uh, but it's hard to pick against Russell Wilson. But I'm going to take the Lions. Seattle looks like a completely different team than week one. Um, Wilson's in a groove. They got some weapons down the offensive side of the ball. That defense, they've lost a lot of pieces, but they're still decent enough. Um, Yeah, I'm going to take Seattle in this one um, at Detroit. Bucks and Bengals, Cincinnati, their primetime woes continue. Um, They don't have to play primetime here. It's at noon. Uh, Jameis Winston trying to come back after a very good performance last Sunday. Yeah, um, I don't know about this one because the Bengals looked terrible last week, but the Buccaneers didn't look great either. 
but I'm going to take the Bengals at home because I think they'll get back on track against uh, an inferior opponent. Uh, I think the Bengals are the better team, obviously, so I'm going to take them at home. I I say this every year about them. They start good about Cincinnati. They they start good and then it one primetime game and they just fall off a cliff. Yeah, they do. They they do. But. They've played two primetime games, which they've both fallen off a cliff. Um, again, again, it's Marvin Lewis and, and Andy Dalton. I that I just don't. <laughs> I don't trust them. <laughs> I said in the offseason, I don't trust them. That's why I picked them third in the division. I'm just confused why Marvin um, Lewis still has a job. I, I was two years ago. Yeah. Trust me. Um, I'm taking the Bucks on the road to get the road win. Jets and Bears, it's on the good week side for the <laughs> Jets this week as they face a dominant Chicago defense at Chicago. <clears throat> this one I've toyed with a little bit too because it is a – supposed to be a good Darnold week. He's had his bad week last week, so he's probably going to get back on track, but uh, I think he's going to get a lot of pressure from, from Mac. I think the Bears are at home. Uh, they played really good against the Patriots last week at home. I think they're going to play really good again, and I'm going to take the Bears. Yeah, um, it's it's a good week um, for um, Darnold and the Jets. Um, I, I'm in love with this Bears defense. So good. Um Again, we didn't think they'd be the best defense in the NFL, but Cleo Mack on that edge is too dominant. Yeah. Um, yeah, I'm taking the Bears as well. Donald, will, he'll be fine. I don't yeah. think he'll perform great, but he'll be fine. NFC East, division leader, division loser, what Redskins at the Giants. Yeah, this is – I just – I don't have any faith in the Giants at all this year. They've done absolutely nothing – um, Saquon's been great, obviously. He's been the only bright spot in that entire team. Eli still looks like a deer in the headlights every week. Odell isn't doing much, which is saying something. Uh, the Redskins have had their problems as well, but I'm going to take them on the road. I'll take the Redskins. I think it's going to be a blowout for Washington. Yeah. Um, this giant team needs to go away from Eli. Yeah. Everyone last year gave McAdoo crap for benching him. That was the right move. Mm -hmm. Oh, that's the right move now. New York media went all over him last year. Everywhere he was cursed out of the building. It was the right move. He saw it. He saw he needed a new quarterback. Yeah, but Geno Smith wasn't the answer. But you got to try. You got to try, though. I mean, yeah, he knew Geno wasn't the answer. They were going to draft the quarterback. I think they would have drafted Donald if Mike Adu was still there this year. Yeah, I think they would have done it. Oh yeah. But now Saquon's great. He's great. Don't get me wrong. But they they need a quarterback. I think they'll draft one this year. If they they don't, they're crazy. So, the fire cell at Oakland gets a visit from Andrew Luck and the Colts. Yeah. there's reports that Derek Carr has lost the locker room. So was John Gruden. And John Gruden. Um, Derek Carr was thought to have been crying. On he the, was. Yeah, and uh, I I saw the footage, and I thought he was. So, I mean, as a defender, if you see that, what is your first thing you're going to do? Harden and Oh, man, and smack talk the crap out of him <laughs> and, and just toy with him the whole game. The Colts don't have a great defense, but, I mean, they, they're they definitely better than the Raiders. I'm taking the Colts. It's Indy. Um, again, the, the Raiders look like the worst team in football by a long shot. 
Yeah. I it, mean, there's not a close second. It's 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 insane. The Cardinals, you think, are that much better than the Raiders? Yes. <laughs> and, the, and the Niners. They I think the Niners are. They have a good quarterback. Yeah, they do. I've said this about Derek Carr. He's not a franchise quarterback. He's just not. Do you think he'll be in Oakland next year? Because I don't. Are they even going to play in Oakland next year? Well, that's that's a question, but do you think he's the Raiders quarterback? Because I don't. And I think if you're Jacksonville, you take a serious look at Derek Carr. I think Rune's lost it enough to where if he gets two first-round picks for Derek Carr, he'll take it. Yeah, and I would almost say that Jacksonville might be his best fit. They need a decent quarterback. Yeah. So, I mean, yeah, but I'll, Colts all the way, yeah. Speaking of another two teams are in the bottom of the barrel, 49ers at Arizona, by third against Rosen. Yeah, the Cardinals got their first win of the year against the Niners a couple weeks back. And, you know, I don't know if they'll do it again. Um, the Niners have played okay with C.J. Beathard other than the last week. They played a good game against the the uh, Packers a couple weeks back on primetime. But, you know, I don't know about this one, but I, I think that Rosen will step up in this game at home against the division rival, so I'm going to take the Cardinals. Arizona is a capable quarterback. That's one reason I'm picking Arizona. Mm-hmm. It should be fun. Packers at Los Angeles. Aaron Rodgers still on one and a half legs. Yeah, you know. Defense against the 7-0 and Rams. You know, I've seen a lot of reports, though, that he's got his weapons back. All his guys are healthy. Yep. Uh, offensive weapons are back. Their defense isn't really that bad. I think they can contain the offense. It's all about st- shutting down Todd Gurley. That is the key to beating the Rams. And if they can do that... The Rams' offense has looked suspect it has. through the last two weeks. I saw something the other day that, they're, that they are the top offense in the NFL, which is totally not no. true. The, uh, that's the Chiefs. But, you know, that's neither here nor there. The Rams can be stopped if they can stop Todd Gurley. A defense has to stop Todd Gurley. And I think if the Packers can do that, Aaron Rodgers is very capable of getting the ball to his targets. And, you know, I'm going to take the bold pick here, and I'm going to take the Packers. I agree with you. Yeah. Um Packers have a top 10 run defense in the league. Um, yeah, the keys to stop Gurley. I mean, the the Rams defense is nothing to lap your head at. No. Um, but, I mean, they, they've dealt with injuries as well, and they look vulnerable. The Rams are beatable. Um, they are. Could it be this week? I don't know. Um, but, yeah, I'm taking Green Bay. Um, I think Rodgers and his magic can do it. Mm-hmm. Um, they will stop Todd Gurley. This will be the first uh, legitimate test that the Rams have had. The Rams have played yeah. no one. No. Let, let's get the Rams have played absolutely nobody. Nobody, not at all. I mean, Raiders, Cardinals, Seahawks, Broncos, 49ers. Yeah, nobody. The only the only close game they've been in all year was Seattle on the road. And that's they've it. They played no one. No, and this is the first test against a true good quarterback that they've had all they year. They play at home against Green Bay. They go to New Orleans. They play at home against Seattle. It might be a tough game, but that should be a win. They have a tough Mexico stretch. City at Kansas City. They play at. They go to Detroit. They play. They go to uh, Chicago. They're going to have a tough stretch coming up. It's a tough stretch, and this is the beginning of that. They're not going to be undefeated. No. Um, this this is going to be a really interesting time for Los Angeles. Yeah, I'm taking the Packers. I think you said you are too, so we'll see yep. what happens. Sunday nighter, Saints at Vikings, two division leaders going at it. New Orleans looks like the second-best team in the NFC 
Minnesota, the third best team in the AFC. Yeah, we're going to see a rematch of the NFC Divisional, which was <laughs> the Minneapolis Miracle last year. Uh, we're going to see that rematch. I think the Saints are out for blood this time because of that. Um, Drew Brees, he's so good. This is a this is a test. This is a definite top of the NFC matchup right here, and I think that this is going to be really close, but this time around I'm going to take the Saints. I think they got them. Uh, I'm going to take New Orleans just because of Drew Brees, yeah. and that's the only reason. Um, this is going to be a fun one. Um Kirk Cousins has looked great in purple and gold this year. Um, yeah, I think this will be a fun matchup. The two defenses are finally waking up. Um, the Viking defense looks great now. Um, but, yeah, I think this will be a fun one. Um, I think it's Drew Brees' time to get revenge now. I think it's New Orleans. I think so, too. Somehow this is the Monday night. Our Patriots bills. <laughs> yeah, I don't know what what why there wasn't a better game at least flexed into this spot, but... I mean, this isn't even really a contest. The Bills always play the Patriots tough, though, but that's not with a rookie quarterback. So I'm going to take he's the not, Patriots. Yeah, he's not a rookie; he's a veteran. Yeah. Well, oh, Derek Anderson. I yeah. I was thinking. <laughs> I was thinking. I was thinking uh, of Josh Allen, but yeah, Derek Anderson. He's not going to do nothing against no. the Patriots, so it's it's easy to pick it's, the Patriots. It, it's New England. Yeah. That's all that needs to be said. Um. Yeah. They look great. They, Their offense yeah. looks great. Their defense is suspect still. I mean, very suspect. Yeah. You know, it's a Bill Belichick defense. Um, yeah. Um, Patriots, I don't know why this Monday night game. No, I don't know. This should have been flexed. Um, I mean, I, I can look at this list and see so many better games. Uh, Ravens, Panthers, you know. Um, I, mean, but I think the reason they didn't is because it's not a Sunday game. They can't tell it's a team. It's not Sunday night. Yeah, so. I don't know why this is a Thursday night game. Raiders at San Francisco. Oh, yeah, next week that's going to be a snoozer. Um, open off November, open up November with two basement teams uh, that are both probably going to lose this week. So uh, I don't know. You know, I'm going to take the 49ers in the Battle of the Bay just because the Raiders are that bad. John's probably going to sell a few more pieces before this game. Yeah. Um, Who's he got left to trade off, though? I mean, really. Car. Car, but who's their backup? Who knows? I don't remember. So, um, Yeah, the Raiders are an absolute mess. They're the worst team in the NFL. San Francisco all the way. Um, somehow it's a Thursday night game. I don't know how. I don't know why. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, that is number week number eight i think you can say the ratings are going to be very much down for that game for, for sure <laughs> um week number eight in the books for our pickums as well as thursday night football we're getting a little a little bit early about 10 minutes early that's fine uh that is it for us here on x106 friday take here on x106 austin hall wyatt bell we're getting just a tad bit early We'll get you some more music before noon comes on, comes around. Get you some 90s music on the air for Austin Hall. This is Wyatt Bell. We will see you later here on X106 Friday Take.